Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Monday Night Live with special guest, real estate guru, Neil Gibb, who turns properties into cash cows for investors and how we started the Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast and used it to leverage other people's networks within Perth to gain more connections, uh, expand his reach and grow his business. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of, of this since Neil Gibb um, just started the podcast a few months ago. I was the third or fourth episode, I believe. And um, I think that um, for any of you thinking about starting a podcast or starting a series, uh, you may get a lot of value out of just hearing his journey on the initial stages. And also, if you're in property, Neil is dominating in you know every single market whether it's up or down he seems to be gaining returns for investors so tune in and enjoy this week's episode of monday night live oh we are live welcome everybody to monday night live with nathaniel bibby neil gibb and marshall the king charles cavalier <laughs> Uh, welcome everybody. Um, you all know Marshall from last week because I know your regular watchers. Marshall is our reg- he's brought up, been brought on board to increase our Instagram engagement, and he's doing wonders behind the scenes. Marshall's going to just go down for a little bit. He's a bit tired. Um, I'd like to introduce my good friend Neil Gibb, who's the founder of the Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast. Also happens to be a bit of a real estate mogul. Um, affordable accommodation specialist and investor and entrepreneur is his LinkedIn title, but I'll let Neil elaborate. Neil, can you tell us a bit about what you do? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. It's, uh, thanks for having me on first and foremost. Uh, so we have a property investment business that specializes in real estate. And we do hiking normal houses, four, five, and six room investment properties, and we rent them out room by room which doubles the rental income on that property and provides cash flow on a weekly and monthly basis for the investors. Brilliant. And from there, we kind of, um, because we all of our contacts were sort of in real estate communities on Facebook and on um, LinkedIn and places like that, and we realized that we, we didn't really know anybody outside of our real estate communities. Um, so... Some, some. I was listening to a podcast and they said, if you want to expand your community and expand your network, you should set up a podcast. Yes. And yeah, it kind of just became reality. But one day we said, let's do the podcast. Spoke to Crib Creative, um, they yeah. did all the production and stuff like that. And before we know it, we have a, a podcast and we are about 13 or 14 episodes in now. Oh, cool. And yeah. um, so you, you went you went straight into it and you stuck at it, which, um, you know, very few people do. Most people try one or two episodes. Um, did, what have you what have you found the main um, benefits of, of starting the Perth Entrepreneurs podcast so far, given that it's still very early days? Yeah. So like you said, it is we started it in the back end of January. And the main reason for starting it, like you said, was to expand our network and to meet new people um, that can potentially not not just become friends, but become clients, become investors with us, and meet people like yourself. So, 
I think what, what episode? Like, what episode am I? Episode three or four, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, episode four. Yeah. <laughs> so the saying, your network is your net worth, and you know, every every person we have on that podcast, we then leverage their network. So we be, just become more and more visible. It just spreads, doesn't it? Before you know, everybody knows who you are, and that's the main intention behind it. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and I guess what I found from like um, doing my interviews with LinkedIn heroes, it's almost sometimes like you've got this own your own um, private sort of coaching session and you can afford to be quite selfish with it and ask the questions that you want to know the answer to, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If you can share that information with everybody else, then it's win-win, isn't it? Yeah. And, and so aside from myself, obviously, would have been your favorite. Um, who, who else have you... Uh, <laughs> Who else did you really enjoy uh, interviewing? Each, every single interview has brought its own unique sort of feedback and learnings and, and friendship from it as well. So um, I'd probably say episode one with a guy called Dennis Belvoir was probably my, my one of my favorites, but also one of my scariest as well because it was the first one. Uh, yeah. So the night before I actually did the interview, I had the worst night's sleep ever. And it was all down to nerves and overwhelm and everything else that comes with stepping out of your comfort zone. And on the morning, I was actually going to cancel on Dennis, believe it or not. And um, I just sucked it up and went through with it. And we had a really good connection from the start. And like he really just put his heart on the table and just went through his journey as an entrepreneur. We dealt touched a little bit on when he went through um, some tough times after he sold his business and lost his purpose in his life and then refound that purpose again by setting up another business and supporting and helping other entrepreneurs. So I'd say Dennis was second behind you. <laughs> Good answer. Um, and and I, I guess, so, guys, if you're watching and you, and you have got questions about um, real estate investment, what's going on in the property market or starting a podcast, please do drop them in the comments and we'll, we'll keep an eye on them as we go. Uh, but when I look down on my phone, I'm looking for your questions. So I'm not, <laughs> not being rude. Um, but um, <laughs> so I, I guess one of the questions that people might be wondering is, you know, given that you're in the real estate um, investment space and you've started a podcast, not necessarily about real estate investment, it's about entrepreneurship. Have you had many guests on that are in similar industries to yourself? Yes, I have. And when I when I started the podcast, I did say that I didn't want it to be property focused because there's already a few other property focused um, podcasts out there. And mm -hmm. I was just going to meet more people in real estate. And that wasn't the intention behind the podcast. <clears throat> so if, if it was a property focused podcast, we wouldn't be having this conversation now because me and you wouldn't connect it. That's right. Um, yeah. So the two, the two people in real estate that I have had on the podcast is one of my friends, Angad Singh, who's a, he's a builder and a property developer, but he's also a dentist and he's okay. established his own practices when he was young. And right. he's just got real entrepreneurial flair. Like everything he, everything he looks at, he thinks of it as a business concept. Right. And one of the other real estate uh, people that we had on the podcast was a lady called Helen Farrell. Right. And when we first got into real estate, Helena was she was in one of the communities that we spoke about earlier. And she was probably one of the people that was sort of at the peak of that community. So she was out there, big high end developments in the Subiacos, 
<clears throat> so she's always been an interesting person for me and it was good to sit down with her and dig a little bit deeper into the backstory and find out how she became the woman that she is. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that you did quite well as well, which a lot of people don't consider, is is you, you did um, pay close attention to the quality quite early on. Um, I know we can give a plug to Crib Creative here, but um, like mm. in terms of the equipment and the experience um, when you're interviewing people, can you share a bit, bit about your um, your concept there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the team at Crib Creative have been absolutely phenomenal with the support that they gave me all the way through this from the first email I contacted them to the constant support that I get week in week out with production and the editing of the podcast and you know there was a small fee at the start which basically worked on the uh, the logo for the podcast and they recorded the intro and the outro for the podcast they also selected the music for the podcast or well I selected it but they they help you select it and then each podcast that we do before COVID, because at the minute we can't do any face-to-face -face interviews, which is a challenge in itself because you don't get that true connectivity that you're really aiming for. Um, but yeah, but the, they, is that changing now? Uh, hopefully, hopefully, mate. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to touch base with them and find out because as of next Monday, we can increase the amount of people in the building again. So yeah, hopefully we can get it back to normal. WA is up to 20 people, isn't it? As of Monday next week, yeah. So it'll be this time next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can start getting things back to normal and uh, start doing some face-to-face yeah. -face interviews again. Yeah, well, I think cafes and restaurants are going to start opening again for up to 20 people. be interesting to see mm. if people are going into the city again and, and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to going in when um, the office gets back to normal. Yeah, just it's just a simple thing like going out for a meal or a pint. It's just you forget what it, how good it actually is, and you take it for granted. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I definitely love going out for a pint. Um, here we go. We've got <laughs> let's see what questions we have. Um, okay, so Mercy's asked, or Marcy, I should say, um, please advise me on how to start a podcast for a service like digital training and coaching. How, what advice would you give to somebody looking to get started? Um, I'd say know what your niche is, know, know your target audience and the type of content you're going to deliver. And then I'd just take action, just link up with someone like Crib Creative or any other podcast producer that's out there and just get five or six episodes in the bank and then just commit to a release date. And once you're committed and once you've got the content there, there's no turning back. So... Just take action. It's it's as simple as that. My podcasts are far from perfect. I'm a big believer of um, one of my mentors says a perfect plan acted, an imperfect plan acted on is better than a perfect plan on the shelf. And that's yeah. basically what we live by. <laughs> Just get it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, there's a bit a bit of buffering going on with the video, but the audio seems to be coming through okay. Um, but um, right. So. I think, yeah, I think focusing on like a location specific, given that you're in real estate, I mean, you've, you you definitely defined that it was a Perth Entrepreneurs podcast. And I think anybody who's looking for local content, um, you know, if they do a quick search, it's more likely to find you in the search results, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's, we wanted entrepreneur in the podcast so that if anybody does search entrepreneur, it's got one of them keywords in the title there. 
Um, yeah. But we were told when we started the podcast that you, we couldn't have podcast in the title, which All is right. confusing. So we actually called it the Perth Entrepreneurs Pep Talk because PEP was supposed to stand for Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast. Yes. Yeah, got it. Yeah. We had to, we had to change it around a little bit, but we, we always refer to it as the Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast. Yeah. I think my first website was linkedinleads.com.com. Um, and I was quickly told that I wasn't allowed to have LinkedIn in the uh, domain name. So, yeah. so I, I understand. Now I've just got the T-shirt. <laughs> I've been told <laughs> off for that yet. Um, and, and so going back to real estate, um, you know, you've got quite a unique investment strategy. Have you found that things have been impacted um, much in, in, by COVID? And if so, like, is it more of a short-term impact or, or do you see a bigger impact? Yeah. So when COVID kicked in, we we had a little bit of a panic, as I think everybody did, because nobody knew what was coming and we'd never experienced anything like this before. And the, the type of accommodation we provide is for people that are either trying to establish themselves or they're trying to save money or people that just can't afford to get on the property ladder and this becomes a way of living for them. So we had quite a few tenants that are in retail and hospitality Mm-hmm. So obviously when then people were affected, they contacted us and said that they couldn't afford to pay the rent because they lost the jobs or they had the hours reduced. But the good thing about our strategy is, is that because you've got five or six different rental incomes coming from the same property, if one person stops paying or can't pay, you've still got four or five other people that are still paying rent. So um, as far as affecting your pocket, it, it takes, your cash flow takes a little bit of a dip. Mm. Um, but yeah it's it's just short term and we we had a few people leave, had to leave the country too so we, i think the canadian government pulled back all canadians back overseas so we lost two or three um canadian tenants there but we i mean we, we build the rooms virtually straight away because all of a sudden everybody's looking for ways to save money and accommodation is that big reoccurring weekly sort of um cost that you can easily save money on yeah, understood. Okay, let's see what other questions we've got come through here. Alrighty. There's always a little bit of a delay. Here we go. The name, uh, Harvey Lynch has asked, what's the name of the production company Neil spoke of? That, that was Crib Creative, Crib Creative. Um, mm-hmm. And another question came through, what's the best platform you could recommend for the podcast? Do you, do you, uh, do you know, do, or do they publish it for you? They publish it through a platform called Libsyn. Oh, yeah. And we currently push it out only to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but we're going to increase that to Stitcher and Patreon too, just to get out yeah. on some more platforms. And, um, you know, after after I interviewed you and you sent me through all the little snippets of all the, mm-hmm. the, like, all the micro content that you created, We've yep. been in the back of our minds. We've been thinking, "Well, we need to do something like that ourselves." So we've um, we've just in the last few days took some steps to start um, sending all that vocal and some of the video content that we've got too to send that away to create some little micro snippets. Yeah, um, which we <laughs> start some advertising on. Yeah, it was, it's quite interesting when I went into see Neil. I was feeling a bit creative, and I just decided to put my phone on record and just lean it against the uh, the mug there or whatever <laughs> it was. And that, that that content turned out really well. It's sort of like you, a little bit like a fly on the wall sort of 
um, content. We could create a few videos out of that. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And again, I get my inspiration from seeing other people do things. So when you went in and got your phone out and start recording it, yeah. the next interview, I bought a tripod and I got my phone out and I just recorded the full interview and got some good oh, footage cool. from it. So just, yeah, it's again, it all goes back to that main reason for starting it. It's just to expand your knowledge base and expand your network. <laughs> now, just having a sip out of my LinkedIn mug is um, <laughs> it's actually empty it's just an ornament because it's uh i'm right-handed and this is left-handed so there you go anyway sorry sorry to get distracted let's see if there's any more questions all righty we got quite a good turnout it's good to see a lot of people on the call a lot of people asking if you'd like how to is, connect uh, on linkedin how is Egon? your podcast going with brooke <laughs> yeah great great yeah um yeah we're very amateur i think <laughs> we we um we i think it's i think it's more entertaining than anything else but um <laughs> we're getting a lot of hits yeah i mean we both yeah. you know from linkedin and instagram we both you know get quite a lot of click through from there um mm. I, I yeah i i notice apple and, and spotify are the two main ones um yeah i'm a samsung user so i use spotify um have, have you found that there's one that performs better than the other well, I've been told um, by the girls in the Crib Creative Office that all of the younger generation are Spotify people, and all those oldies, if you want to call us that, where, where the Apple podcast users. So <clears throat> we, I don't know if we can actually physically track the metrics through which platform gets the most downloads, or maybe I just haven't dug into it enough, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they would. Yeah, yeah. Lipsyn, if I pronounce it correctly, is... is quite um it's got quite a lot of analytics i think um yeah certainly more i use anchor which is free um and that they they tell you how many listeners you have on each platform don't tell you how many downloads which um i know is the statistic that um a lot of podcasters look at um and then and you know neil you've 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 i've seen you at a couple of my events um you've you've been involved with co and ray um as i am and um, you're at uh, Certified Ballers. Um, so you've been diving into the social media as well. Um, can you tell us a bit about your experience on social media and where you found the most tra the best traction? Yeah, you, you're probably not going to like this answer because uh, I'm a Facebook user, not more than a LinkedIn user. Um, but, yeah, the, the reason that I keep going to these events and getting this feedback is like, we want to... We want to scale our businesses. We want to scale our, my own personal brand and just become more known so people trust us and want to work with us. Um, and at the start, it is pretty nerve-wracking and you know, you procrastinate like crazy because putting yourself out there, it's it's nerve-wracking really, isn't it, sometimes? But you get it out there. If, as long as you deliver some, some decent content, you get some good feedback and it sort of gets that momentum going so that you carry on and carry on. Similar to the podcast, you know, that first one, I was so scared. Well, <laughs> just really, really nervous for the first one. But now I really look forward to the interviews because I create that friendship with the, with the person that I'm speaking to. So, yeah. Yeah, that, and I, yeah, I, I can I can see that a lot of people will relate to that. Like it is quite nerve-wracking putting yourself out there, um, you know, and uh, you've done a You've been done a great job of being consistent. Um, hmm. yeah, so I'm gonna I'll put you on a spot here a little bit. But um, so there's this, 
there's a story that I heard because I wasn't actually there at the time, but Brooke Volunovic, who I do the um, LinkedIn Instagram uh, podcast with, yeah. she mm -hmm. singled you out, singled you out at Certified Ballers, didn't she? Can you tell us a bit about that? She did, mate. Yes, thanks, Brooke, for that. Um, so basically, <laughs> like I said, I've always used Facebook for, for probably the last 12, 13 years. And I went to Certified Ballers and Brooke was there doing an Instagram speech. And she said, oh, does anybody in the room not know how to do Instagram stories? So I put my hand up just thinking heaps of other people were going to put their hands up. And I turned around and it was like me in the room. And my hand up like it was like, stand up. And then just, yeah, just tore shreds off me, basically. Um, but, yeah, I've got, again, got some good feedback from Brooke, got some good tips. And yeah. we went out there and did some stories. And, yeah, we got some good feedback from them, too. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I'll just have one more quick look, see, see if there's any questions that we can uh, address. It's a, there's a bit of a delay, so we won't be able to get to all of them on, live, unfortunately. I'm still... Oh, so just one question, um, Neil. Do you have a Facebook group that you use? I do, yes. Yeah, we, the, both, the, the page and the group are called the Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast. Okay, and you find that groups work, work well? Um, we probably get more traction through the page currently. Okay. But the page is that the, the group is there, that, that community can be built up over time and, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to actually get some value from that. Not, not for myself, but for the other people who are in that group too. You know, yep. maybe we could um, set up some sort of entrepreneurial sort of support group where people can talk about their ideas freely and get help and support and guidance from other people that have been there and done that. That would yeah. be pretty handy. Yeah. Well, I know um, uh, Kim at Certified Ballers was saying that um, uh, Facebook groups is going to be there's going to be some new releases there and there's something to watch. So I've got my eye on it closely. Um, well, as close as <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got Kim going on the podcast on Friday actually. Oh, have you? Oh, cool. We can ask him then. Yeah. He said. He said. He's when yeah. I interviewed him. He said I interviewed him live at one of my meetups. He said um, he's got a relationship with Facebook and he's not allowed to disclose too much. So you can put him on the spot, see if you can get some more info out of him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to drill him. <laughs> yeah, because he is. Um, I think he's got his own social media. Uh, his own social media. His own Facebook connection that works direct for Facebook that he communicate with and give feedback and all their beta testing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's interesting. Um, Neil, uh, one of the questions you asked me when you interviewed my, me on your podcast, I've been dying to ask you, so I'm going to use this opportunity. Um, what, <laughs> what's one of the books that you've read that's had a big impact on your business career? It's been quite a few, mate. I'm a bit of an avid reader and I listen to a lot of audible books as well on audible. Yep. So I'd probably say the biggest one that probably started all of the investing stuff for me was probably Thinking Grow Rich, uh -huh. followed very closely by Rich Dad Poor Dad, and they kind of linked in together, and that sort of went. It's just yeah. sparked in me, and um, yeah. How after long that, how long's the HMO Property Code been going for? HMO Property Code been going for about two years now. Um, but we had we would we were we were only doing our our own properties to start with 
at the start. So we've probably been doing HMOs in general for probably three years now. Yeah, okay. And you've had some dramatic growth, haven't you? Yeah, last year was last year was insane, to be honest. Maybe we had such a busy year. And we were that busy, we kind of, as a typical entrepreneur, we, we just forgot to celebrate the wins along the way. And it wasn't <laughs> until we went to Bali at the end of the year to um, sort of relax and put our feet up and do some goal setting for the year coming like 2020 and we look back at all the we, we basically made a list of all the things that we'd done and we we were blown away by the amount of projects that we'd done the, the growth that we'd seen hmm. and you know that we were looking forward to taking that into this year and you, i think what's happened over the last few weeks has only been just a speed hump i think we'll get back to normal pretty soon yeah uh, we've absolutely. got plenty of projects in the pipeline and we're looking for more projects for ourselves too Fantastic. Oh, well, look, Neil, thanks for uh, uh, joining me on Monday Night Live. It's nice to uh, turn the tables and me interview you for once. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, we, we'll have to wrap it up there because we've been, we've been geez, it seems like we've only been chatting for five minutes, but it's been 24 minutes. <laughs> um, Neil, if, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best place for them to do it? And how do they find the Perth Entrepreneurs Podcast? Um, they can reach out to me at Facebook, Neil Gibb. I'm pretty active on there, or LinkedIn, if you want to message me on LinkedIn. And the Perth Entrepreneur podcast is available on Apple Podcasts. Just type in Perth Entrepreneur and it should pop up. Yep, and for the younger generation, Spotify. Spotify, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, look, thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions that you would like us to cover in next week's episode, drop them in the comments. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week, Monday night, 6 p.m. Perth time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks, Neil. We appreciate you coming to join Thank us. You. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All right.